you are listening to Read Around the Rosé, podcast full of prose. We are just two best friends who love murder histories <laughs> and dystopian novels while drinking wine. Cause well, that's just what we do. This is the <laughs> club podcast that you never, never knew you wanted. I'm Nicole. And I'm Megan. We are just two nerds who only find each other funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I thought it, I thought it was fucking gold. <laughs> and today we are giving you um not really a bonus episode. Um but another movie book comparison. It's been a while. I yes, think. it has been. I think the last one we did was a girl on a train. No. You part 2? No girl on the train. Girl on the train. Yeah, because the fucking woman in the window was supposed to be what we did, and that movie still was yes. not available to us. So, if all of you remember, um, episode, let me look it up. <laughs> Long time ago. Hold on, got this. Still during COVID times. It was episode thirty-four. Eat brings love. It by re- Jeff Hart. Yeah, it released on September 13th. So, it'll be about two months. Two months ago. Yeah. Yeah, no big deal. Um, yeah, we read the book Eat Brains Love and actually read it. Like, we didn't listen to it at all. Well, like, we physically read this book. Oh, yeah, we did yeah. actually read it. No. <laughs> no, it was not available on Audible. We actually had to read it. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Holy shit, it was such a long time ago. I know, I know. Oh, my God. Okay, so we actually read the book, and we gave you an episode, and we said we were going to do the movie comparison, and, well, it's been two months, but here we are. We're here we it are, yes. We're not liars. We actually are going to do it. Um, but before that, what are we drinking, Megan? White claws. Yeah, because there ain't no laws when you're drinking the claws. <laughs> Not planned, but planned. Three, one, two. Ooh, I just splattered Splurged. everywhere. Hope all the equipment's okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's just fine. cosmetic, right? Yeah. Okay. We got our fancy wine glasses again. As porque no. Oh, because the clinks are just amazing. And we clink. And drink. And then go white claw hits. Yeah. Love it. Mm. All right. So, um, it's not really a big format when we get to these, huh? Yeah, we don't have, like, specific questions. We're just, I guess we're just going to give you our overall feelings of the movie and talk about differences that we picked up on, right? Yeah. 
so, um, I mean, I can go ahead and get it started. You can. I have one quick thing about the beginning. I don't know if you do. Yeah. Um, mine was at the very beginning of the movie, the narrator kind of gave away everything. Uh-huh. So I said, great introduction. We got introduced to the reason why it starts, aka sex, in the first minute, unlike the book. Yeah, I said, I kind of wish the narrator didn't give everything right away at the beginning. Like, I didn't like that. Like, leave us a little mystery. Let so us figure it out. So the narrator was cast. She pops up and she's like, I only have a minute to tell you this, but... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Versus she- the book, you didn't even find out the reason why zombies started until, like, a good almost halfway through yeah and i mean going into reading the book you know it's a zombie book but from the actual story point like you don't know that they're even zombies until after the cafeteria scene yes like you're not just straight up told there there's a zombie virus and that it's a spread across the world like you slowly find that out that it's been like this thing happening throughout the novel wherein you live cast tells you in 60 seconds in the beginning of this movie and i i don't know it took away the the impact of the yeah. the, the why and how massive it actually is exactly so my next thought was when jake was dreaming right after that first 60 seconds oh yes about eating out the hottest girl in school and then he started eating it out I, like, LOL'd so hard. That was great. Yeah, so, I don't think, I, I think that was completely different from the book as well. No, that, not, like, um, yes, we, you know, he fantasized about, you know, Amanda, but we didn't get a... A visual. A, a visual <laughs> of him. They were, like, in his dream fantasy, uh, they were going at it, and... He's telling her he wanted to eat her, and obviously, you know, sexual mm-hmm. innuendos, like, everyone knows what that means. So he starts to go down on her, but he starts to literally chomp away. But then I had a a gross out moment, because when he came up and his face was bloody, all I could think was, was like, period. period. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! I was like, that is so gross. <laughs> Oh, that was great. That was great. What do you got next? Let's see. Okay, so in the like first cafeteria scene, well, not the first, the cafeteria scene where Amanda, her virus is starting to really take over and she has to go and eat her friends. Yes. And then Jake sees it and so his virus like takes, you know, over and he eats his friends. I just kept thinking that the blood squirting and the gruesome gut chewing and all of that. I thought it was both disgusting and hilarious. Yeah, I, my my only comment was <laughs> it was on point. Because, I mean, that's how I kind of would imagine it would have been in the book. Yes, in the book I would have imagined more like, uh, like it was more vicious. Yeah. But, I mean, I like the comical spin on it because it kind of sets it up for the rest of the book. Which is very, like, the rest of the movie. But the book was also quite comical. Yes. In its own sense. But not only was it comical in the um, kind of casual nature of it, the the effects, I mean, this movie came out last year, so the effects could have been better, way better. 
You just saw blood, and you saw like the skin like stretching and like it was like obviously fake, but real enough to still be gross, but fake enough to kind of make you laugh. <laughs> yeah. Like this is cheesy. This is obviously not real gory. <laughs> and then Amanda and Jake, they were both mid bite and they locked eyes. Oh yeah. Um. Well, I mean, beforehand, like they already talked more. I don't know. I felt like in the beginning of this book or had more interaction than they ever did. And that's a book. I meant movie than they ever did in the beginning of the book. Like it took a while for them to even warm up to each other as characters. Mm-hmm. But in the movie, like they locked eyes. And from there on, like me as a viewer, I'm like, ah, they're going to get together later. Like that's like, that's kind of like a foreshadowing of yeah. what's going to happen. Whereas in the book, Jake was still trying to chase her the whole time. Right. Um, all right, so when Cass was introduced, what did you think about her eyes rolling to the back of her head? Every that time was so creepy. I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. I thought it was unnecessary, and I don't feel like that's how it happened in the book. I felt like she looked completely normal in the book. Because otherwise, every time she looked at you and her eyes start rolling in the back of your head, I'm going to like run away or something before you even have a chance to get my mind. I just felt like it was more of a subtle thing in the book, absolutely. Where, like, um, even, like, there's points that Tom or anyone was looking at her and they're like, oh, you were just there again, weren't you? You were checking on him. Right. But it's, like, super obvious if your eyes are completely white. Yeah. And then just the act of them rolling back into her skull was just kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, I guess it's your turn. So, um, Cass and Tom confront Amanda and Jake and there's an actual battle between them. They run into their car, and then Amanda bites Cass's leg, and Jake meets Cass there for the first time. Oh, yeah. I wrote notes down about that, too. I said, so Amanda actually bit Cass, which that never happened. Never happened. In the book. And then Jake and Cass actually spoke to each other, and, like, Jake asked her if she was okay. Like, in zombie form, but the whole time, like, in the the book, she was, like, psycho- psych- Psychically. Psychically, like, checking on him and- Right, and so I think they, in the book, I think they did see each other from afar like at the passing, very beginning. Yeah. At the very beginning, like in passing, he saw her, but he never actually knew who she was until the very end. Yeah. And he even then, he was like, why do I feel like I know you? Like, it wasn't like an obvious, oh, mm-hmm. you're the person I talked to earlier. So I thought that was weird, because I was like, they never actually spoke until the end of the book. Um... There was a whole character left out. Cass and Tom's boss, like immediate boss. Mm, the woman. Yeah. Uh, her name was. I may not have it written down, actually. But I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to go through all my paper notes for it from, from the book. No, but, no, no, no. But, like, her immediate boss was completely left out. I did not really appreciate Cass and Tom's relationship in this movie. In the book, I felt like it was a very um, loving, like, Tom was kind of, he wasn't even, like, someone that was supposed to kill zombies. No. His only job was to babysit and keep Cass safe. Exactly. But in the movie, they portrayed him as, like, the hero for her mm-hmm. and was sticking up for just the NCA, whatever. NCD. Yeah, NCD. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> One letter off. But, um... He wasn't supposed to be a character holding a gun finding zombies. Right. They had a whole team in the book. 
And he was very... Kind of a dick. Kind of, yeah, kind of looked down on her. Like, he didn't... He he was a very brotherly, protective role Yeah. in the book. And I really liked him and their relationship. And in this one, you just didn't get that. Like, I feel like as a whole, none of the characters in the movie got developed quite as well as they did in the book. No, I mean, but also... I would like to say, I wanted to say, does it happen often? But no, because we've watched plenty of movies, like The Girl on the yeah. Train, very developed character. Yeah. You, very developed character. Yeah. We even watched um, Fudge. What was it? Um, Can you please stop with the fudge? Um, <laughs> what was it? <sighs> it was Batman, but not Batman anymore. Christian Bale? No. Where the girl like totally cheats him out, like does her death. Gone girl. Gone girl. There. Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. <laughs> I was like I was more there with Batman than anything else. But like those characters were extremely close to the book. So I mean yeah, and it were, is possible. And in the movies you're just as invested in them as you were in the book. I don't feel like I was invested in these characters. I was not invested in those these characters in the movie. Um, I wasn't that invested in the whole movie that much because... We've read the book. But because I couldn't get in with the characters. And even then, there was just like a weird dynamic. And I know this book has a book too, but honestly, are they even going to make a second movie? Because I don't know if it's going to even... It didn't even... We're good to the ending, but it didn't even end correctly. Exactly. I don't know. Okay. Um. Oh, another thing. They skip right over, okay, so right after they escape Tom and Cass, um, in the book, Jake and Amanda find themselves at the funeral home where they are so hungry, they have to kill and eat the funeral home owners. Yes. And then they spend the night, and then they venture out, and I think then they meet the lesbian couple. After traveling for a little bit. Yeah. After, yeah, after traveling for a little while. Um, in the movie, they skip over all of that, and they go, they wake up. Actually, the lesbian couples help save them from Tom and Cass. Which is, they wouldn't do that in the book. In the book, they literally did not give two fucks about them. No. In any capacity. They were just like, you know what, here, you can eat these couple rodents. But also know that it took us a long time to catch these, so you only get what we're giving you. Yeah, we have these pedophiles that we well, were going to eat, but they did stick, go on your way. They stuck true to the couple in the book and the movie. There was the one who free was spirit. super nice, free, free spirit who wanted to nurture and take care and teach them about their zombiedom. And then there was the other who was like, like you just described, like, mm, you're not sticking around forever. Like, this, get blah, blah, blah. out. Yeah. But... Um, so they stuck true to at least those two characters, but they didn't save them from Tom and Cass and all they, of that. They like, all didn't, they, like, literally, like we said earlier, they didn't meet until almost end. Yeah, like, they just skipped over a bunch of shit and just took them straight there. Or, oh, before we even get to the next part, how Cass had to have an object of Jake's to psychically connect to him? Uh, I think she did do that in the book. 
But, like, she could literally do it with at but, any point at any time and get there. But after the first time, like, in the cafeteria, yeah. she picked up something of his. She didn't need to hold it and keep it on her and keep no, going back. No, after she had that first connection, she was fine. Connected. Yeah. But, yeah, in the movie, each time she needed something of his. Which, that was different. Yeah. I Sorry. also, speaking of Jake, I also, I found him to be more dumb and annoying in the movie than I did in the book. Yeah, he was kind of like an airhead. But, like, at the same, it, it worked for the the movie, I think. Yeah. Like, his character, if they didn't have him being so airheady. Like, I know in the book he was described kind of the same way. Like, the stoner, kind of loner, not popular. No passions. Yeah, no passion. But once he turned zombie and had to figure out what they were going to do, like, he was pretty with it. He was smart. He was more smooth and charming with Amanda than he was just kind of felt like kind of like a bumbling idiot in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Which didn't make him seem charming and endearing. Where I found him charming and endearing in the book. <laughs> Did do you No, I like in the book, absolutely. In the movie, I mean, they just found a cute actor to play him and they did good even, with some of the dynamics, but... I didn't even think he was that cute. Oh, it definitely could have been better, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's just so many differences. So many differences! Okay, um... So, just uh, just the... Uh, my next couple notes were just about Summer and Grace and how they were in it too early. And then, um... I commented on that Chaz was trying to eat Tom, like the book... Yeah. So they went to interview the people at the high school, and in that moment, they were interviewing Chaz, and the same occurrence happened where Chaz zombied out oh, that and is was true. trying to eat Tom and Cass and did get a chunk of Tom, so that part is still accurate. Okay, and Cass did have to dig knock deeper in her psychic abilities mm-hmm. than she thought she had before and knock him out, which is what brings Alistair into the into the whole mix. Yeah. So that was still accurate. Yeah. Um, also, kind of quick back on like Cass's connection with Jake. In the book, she really tried to keep that to herself. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, she didn't want anyone to know that she was like kind of falling in love with Jake. Yeah, but in the book, she was so open and obvious about it. In the movie. Damn it! Yeah, in the, in the <laughs> movie. She was always so open and obvious about the fact. Kind of pretentious about it. I think that's why, as a her as a character, I didn't like. I didn't really like. No, I didn't like her. Mm -mm. She was just like, "Mm, yeah, I like him. He should be with me. Uh, I like him. And every time, but like even when she wasn't with him, like when she would talk to about him to Tom, like she was just way too open and out with it. And Alistair, the big scary boss in the book. Sure, he still came across as a dick in the movie, but he didn't seem nearly as ominous as he did in the book, and she definitely didn't seem to fear him as much. Yeah, that wasn't that dynamic. But it's also... But I think that goes back to the character development. Yeah, it does. It does. Um, so, let's see. I loved how when uh, Grace and Summer... After they they had their pedophile teaching, you know, Jake and Amanda how to eat properly. Uh-huh. Um, when Grace went for the guy's ball. Oh, yeah. Straight up 
got the ball in her hand, ripped it off, and ate it. And you're like, are we going to talk about the man on the table? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. She just took the ball off, and they just went ham. Did you also notice Summer and Grace's Lady in the Tramp moment? Yes, with the intestines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And then the most, you know, fucking on the table. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Good for them. Um, also back to Alistair, when he took Cass to see Chaz. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what I'm doing to my to my zombies. I'm turning them into pets, and we're going to keep them alive, and this is why you're going to help me find Jake. Um, how did you picture the area where Chaz was kept in the book? Creepy, very secret, um, just didn't, didn't really, like, in my, in my, like, in the movie they portrayed it, like, you know, like, the storage garages. It was like a storage unit. Yeah, but in, like, I don't know, I pictured it in, like, I pictured a it- creepy back room that no one had access to. But also, like, a kind of a, like, maybe the, the outer, like, facade looked probably very storage unit yeah but inside it would look very high tech yeah nothing was like very high tech and he like sciency like yeah and this was like it literally looked like it walked into a storage unit they didn't go over in much de- as much detail about the contraption that Alistair hooked up to himself to yeah. beach has. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that part was also kind of missed because in the book it was very played out. Yeah. Um, to where, okay, this gets connected to here. This is what's going to happen. Now this is how he obeys me. It kind of went over mm-hmm. it, but they, they missed some of the, just the extra details to really bring home the creepiness. Right. Because I feel like the child's character that was playing the zombie, mm-hmm. it, it was kind of just more comical. Like, it wasn't believable in any capacity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They lost mm-hmm. me on that one. Um, Cass getting into Jake's mind to warn him to run. Did, like, she, like, went oh, into his yeah, mind, yeah. like, projected herself. That never happened. Yeah, Jake and Amanda had decided on their own to go ahead and leave, which I think Cass already knew that they had left. And when Alistair was demanding that she take him to them, she did take them to Summer and Grace's house, but knowing full well that they already left, that they had already left. She didn't tell Jake to leave. No astral projections in, you know, the book. No. Um... And the whole mirror, or the whole, like, hair getting in his head while he was making out with Amanda, that happened, like, at a rest rest stop, like a truck stop, and I guess they kind of stayed true to it. I guess just the circumstances were different when mm-hmm. Jake puked on her. Oh, when they were um about to have sex. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that was still, that was still... Accurate. Circumstances were not quite the same, but end result was. Yeah. Yeah. So gross. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, I can't, I couldn't remember this. I wrote this down as a question, seeing if you would remember. But in the movie, um, they shot 
race. I think I can't remember which was which. They they definitely killed Summer. She was the free spirit. Okay. In the in the movie. So they killed Summer and then Grace got captured. Yes. Did that any of that happen in the book? I don't I remember Summer getting shot and then I remember Grace going postal. But I think she also got shot. I don't think she was dragged away. I, I don't quite remember, but I don't think her being captured okay. was what happened. But I could totally be wrong. But they just didn't get away, like, scot-free. They, like, something happened to them in the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, My next one was um, Amanda's brother Kyle didn't meet them at the college cafeteria. They went yep. to his house, and he wants to join them? Yeah, my uh, my very next note was Amanda's brother lives in a cabin in the woods instead of on a college campus. And he <laughs> wants to join them? Yeah, he was going to go with them and help them find go to Iowa and find the cure. And obviously that didn't happen. Because in the book, he was in college and got freaked out and wanted nothing to do with Amanda. I thought he, he gave her a hint. He told her where to go. Yeah, but he didn't stick around to the capacity of them staying at his house. Right, but also um, the NCD had caught up to them. Remember, she had to, like, they shot somebody in the The cafeteria. Oh, they were shooting it up, yeah. Yeah, and so Jake and Amanda had to run really fast, like, in the middle of the meeting with their brother. Um, So he didn't really, I think he had enough time to tell them where to go for the cure, but he wasn't trying to like go with them or anything like that yeah but i think in the movie they never portrayed him as a college student he was just a much older brother conspiracy theorist who lived alone in the woods with his tinfoil hat <laughs> it was fortified he had guns for days and exactly he couldn't hold up um oh i also don't like i'm almost i only have two more points so. i have a couple more and then i'm done yeah so i also don't like that okay so in the book, let's try to remember how it ended. Um, Jake and Amanda, they end up in a cabin kind of in the woods. I can't remember whose it was or why. Yes, they do. I know that they were running. I don't know if they just found a random cabin that they thought they could stay the night at or whatever. I don't quite remember that part. No. I think it was something along those lines, right? Yes. Like, maybe they're like, oh, this is a, looks like a good place to rest. Um, but that's where Cass and Alistair and all of them catch up. And Amanda gets caught for a second in the book. And Jake runs, but then he finds the Iowa zombie gang. And they help him. Find him. They help him. They go back. They rescue Amanda. And at the end, Cass helps Jake get them out by because she realizes she can kind of create like an invisibility like field around her yes 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 yes. and so they they as in jake amanda and Cass, the three of them leave and they're just walking towards iowa and they're like we're gonna go and amanda wasn't happy about it but they're all together but they were all together and it still was not 100 percent clear that Cass was like into jake he, she was just helping at that point. I don't think even on her there. head, she was like, "Oh, I'm with Jake." Yeah, in her head, she knew it, but like outwardly to like Jake and Amanda, I don't think it was fully. It wasn't developed. Though. Aware, but it ends in the book with the three of them. Like they are about to make their way to find the cure, not to be 
right. mutilated and so now killed and all of that by the girl that got Jake. Yeah. You know, so now let's a zombie. now let's talk about the movie ending. So they're in Tom. Nope, Tom's the other dude. Um, they're in Amanda's brother's cabin, and then Cass leads them there with Alistair and Chaz and all the rest of the people. Um, Jake gets away. Amanda gets taken, not just captured in the cabin, but taken, literally taken away. Um, the brother gets killed. And before he dies, he slashes Alistair's ankle with a knife. Right, which helps Jake get away. Yes. Um, No, helps um, Cass get away. Because he was, like, controlling her with his uh, mind powers, I thought. Yeah, I could be wrong. I don't don't remember anymore. But Jake's running away, and he's like, what are you doing? you got to save Amanda. I think on his way back, he runs into Cass. And she's like, we have, he's like, I have to go save Amanda. They get back to the cabin. They're all gone. And so now she uses her mind powers to go find the facility where they're being held. Breaks them free. Zombie attack happens. They're on the run again. They take a car. Though, they do take a car. Yeah, they take a car. They're driving towards Iowa. Mm -hmm. They hit someone. They get out of the car like dumbasses. Oh, and it's, guess what? The zombie that turned Jake into a zombie. Yeah, so now all of a sudden she's part of the Iowan gang. So they do bring in the Iowa gang zombie, or zombie gang. But now they look very uh, malicious towards even these other zombies. And it ends! And then it ends. Oh, and and also the crush that Cass has on Jake is very apparent between Jake and Her stank face was very appalling. And obviously Amanda hates her. You know, she's into Jake. Jake's into her. They've already kind of fucked, you know. Yeah, and I don't know. Like, I was more rooting for Jake and Amanda this whole time, but I just don't care about any of the characters. (laughs) Like I said earlier, like, they they didn't take the time to develop them at all. No, I didn't get to. I didn't get that invested. It was in very any rushed. Like the whole it was very movie rushed. was rushed. I felt like it was such a short movie. Like, it was. How long was it? Let me look. Yeah, because usually you know I felt like something else would be like two hours, at least two hours. And I understand they would leave things out and change things here and there from a book to movie. And I think they stuck to the main principle of the book, but I think. It, I really needed to know these characters better to care. An hour and 27 minutes. Yeah. That's why it's like it one was... of the shortest movies. It came out in February of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. No, February 2020. Oh, shit. It just came out this past year before COVID. Yeah. Yeah, it just felt super rushed. I think they could have made it a two-hour movie and probably and taken their time in developing these characters just a little bit better. Instead of all the sexual tensions? Yeah. I absolutely agree. Because by the end, I, I just don't care about anyone. The next movie is going to be shit because it didn't even end correctly. How Alist- are they going to do the next book on top of that? Alistair was not nearly as like scary. And they made it pretty clear that, that he's dead. he's dead in the movie. Or in yeah. the book, you're like, mm. 
They want you to believe he's dead, but I think he's alive. I think he's going to come back. Tom? Tom is dead for sure in the Tom movie. Tom is dead for sure, but in the book he didn't die. Yeah, in the book he didn't die. Like, he was in the field. Like, Cass thought he might have been dead. Her but girl boss died. The one that was never yes. added yes, the was the one that died instead of Tom. But I guess they switched characters? I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I had not read the book. It would have been fine. The movie was fine. It was comical. It was entertaining. But don't read the book and then expect the book to match the movie because it does, does not. Yeah. And, and I don't know. I guess I'll never know because I did read the book. But I'm wondering if someone who just watches the movie, like, are they invested in the characters? Do they care? I have no idea. Maybe someone, maybe we can get someone to watch the movie who hasn't read the book and tell us what they think. Yeah. Because I'm wondering if I'm just so skewed from the book that I couldn't get involved with the characters. Could happen. Or if the movie itself really didn't take the time to develop them. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If any of you out there um, haven't read the book, go watch the movie for us first. <laughs> and then let us know how you think the character development is. Yeah. we're biased. Like, do you care about them? Like, by the end, are you, like, sad that Tom is dead or that, you know, I don't know. Are you scared of Alistair like yeah. you were in the book? I mean, I don't know. Let did, us know. Yeah. Did you hate Alistair in the movie? Because, I mean, he was kind of a dick, but he was way worse in the book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think uh, we talked this one out as much as we can. Yeah, yeah. Kind of disappointing after talking about it. I know. Yesterday you told me how you liked it and it was a really awesome movie, and I was just like, awesome. The fact of in the moment, like it was kind of funny at parts, but comparing it to the book, and I think the book, both the book and the movie, were supposed to be comical. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. little bit. So I'm not like sliding it for being comical because I mean I liked that part. It was just the, I wish it had just taken a little time to, like, make me care more. Yeah, I guess, like, sometimes when you're watching things, you just go so numb to everything that you're just like, oh, in the moment. Yeah. But now, diving into it, wah, wah, wah. Again, movie on its own, I don't hate it. Like, I'm not, like, oh, I wish I could have that 30 minutes or hour and a half back in my life. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, am I going to go watch it again? Probably not. Maybe if the next one comes out, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just listen to our episode instead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hold so, on. um, let's see. What are we doing next week? Yeah, let's let's get to that. Okay. Next week, I don't have the author, but next week we're doing um a novel called Proxy. I think it's another dystopian. It is looking at the author by Alex London. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it yeah. is a dystopian, yep. and it's so good. Well, we'll find out because I haven't read it yet. So good. <laughs> okay. But, yep, that'll be next week. So, until then, where can they find us? Yes, you can find us at Read Around the Rose at Instagram, Read Around the Rose at gmail.com, Read Around the Rose on Facebook. Make sure you go check out our Apple, Apple podcast. Give us those five stars. Go and give us a comment. That'd be phenomenal, and we appreciate you. So, yeah. And then, as a reminder, um, I learned last week that if you go to anchor.fm slash readingaroundtherose, that is our main page where our podcast is distributed. 
And there's a button that says message us and you can give us a voice message and you can tell us whatever you want and we might feature it on a future podcast. Yes, go do it. <laughs> uh, but until then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yay! <laughs>